0: Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range podcast studio, getting ready to record episode number 231. Today, we're going to talk about defensive ready steps and footwork to make sure that you're ready to play defense. Before we do that, though, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus nine rocket tech And make sure you take advantage of that EFP20 discount. That's a great way for you to save that additional 20% and support the podcast at the same time. Also, talking about supporting the podcast, please become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. We've got a great group of patrons that have been supporting us for a long time. We're hopeful that with our new relationship with Mule Tech, we'll be able to do some more stuff for our patrons. We want to make sure that we keep this podcast going and the patrons that have been supporting us have kept us in business. We would certainly love to get some more people on board and to keep the momentum going in the right direction. Uh, We haven't added anybody for a little bit. We have had the good fortune of a couple of people have increased their support, but we would love to see some more people come on board. So patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. So Don, got an email from Jason and Jason's question was about the idea of using some sort of system, some sort of ready steps to make sure that your defensive players are in a truly ready position as the ball gets hit. And we've seen a lot of different versions of this kind of thing. A few years ago, one of the big things was what we called the Auburn hop. And Auburn was teaching this technique of all of their infielders would try to hop up and down in time to make sure that, you know, they were in a good fielding position when the ball got hit. The old school baseball world that we grew up in, you know, you'd be taking steps forward. You know, there was the uh, talk about, you know, stepping into your circle stepping inside the hula hoop and when you step in your body's ready to go in any direction so there's lots of different versions of this but I thought it was an interesting thing to talk about because I think it's a very important thing especially for younger players to learn you know they learn it at a young age I think that they're going to you know stick with it and keep it in their tool bag for the rest of their career
1: no I think that that's important too like you're saying especially to establish something for some younger players but once an object is in movement right it it's easier to stay in movement. right? Uh, uh, so, an option, uh, an object at rest stays at rest. An object in motion stays, stays in motion. motion. So as we're anticipating a ball being hit or a pitch being delivered to be hit, our feet are, are slightly little chug steps or little movement. You know, I think that that's a good thing to kind of be more prepared to continue moving right. than to being still. But again, I think that, that there's a little bit of maybe a personal style to that maybe. Right. or. I don't know that there's, you know, like the Auburn hopper, like you were saying, things that are too elaborate. I think you can get stuck if you're not perfect in your timing, then you're maybe less prepared than you would be if your feet were set. But to have that movement established as uh, something we're going to do on a regular basis, I think is a good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the most important thing and whatever your system's going to be. Now, I was not a big fan of the Auburn hop because I kept seeing kids that were still in the air when the ball was in the (laughs) catcher's glove. Right. So they weren't really in a position to move when the ball was actually getting to home plate, but whether you're using a hop or steps or, you know, some sort of a routine, you know, for us, we all, were always thinking about left, right, left. And when the left foot hit the ground, both feet were kind of weights up on the balls of your feet, uh, you're ready to move in any direction kind of feeling. That they
1: could make a motion. Yeah.
0: But the whole idea that when you hit that spot where your weights up on the balls of your feet, your heels are off the ground, your body's ready to move in any direction, is right when the ball gets to the hitter we don't want you to try to do that and then hold that position because then we're stopping again so the idea of you're you know,
1: falling over your toes right or, and, and yeah. then
0: you're almost like starting stopping starting stopping starting stopping we want it to be i'm moving to ready i'm moving to a position where so right as that ball is getting to home plate i feel like i'm ready to go in any direction and we need to practice that like crazy if we want to be good at it there's lots of other uh Examples in the sports world where you see athletes doing similar things. If you watch tennis, mat and you watch the uh, person receiving the the serve, they're not standing there flat footed while somebody's getting ready to you know smoke a serve at them at 100 miles an hour. They got little chug steps. They're taking their little hops or little steps or little you know bouncing Tap, movements, whatever taps. it is, little yep. tapping steps, whatever. It is that gets them so that when that ball gets ready to be hit off that tennis racket, they're ready to go in any direction. So the same thing for our defensive players, when that ball's getting ready to get hit, that you're ready to go in any direction. And so I don't think that there's any absolute way to do it, but I think every team, especially younger teams, needs to do it. They need to practice it, and we want to get good at it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't do something like the Auburn hop, but if you're doing the Auburn hop, We need to make sure that you're practicing it enough so that when the ball gets to home plate, we've hit that same point of my heels are off the ground, my weight's up on the balls of my feet, I'm ready to move. It can't be that I'm still hanging in the air waiting to come down and then start moving, right? So the timing of how we do it and the amount of uh, effort that we're putting into it, I think is really crucial to whether it's going to be a a beneficial tool or
1: not. I think we can agree though that some type of movement is, beneficial right right and like you said to your point with the tennis or any other sport really that that we have to react to have movement i think is important and yeah and practicing it talking about it letting the kids know that it's expected then hopefully they'll have a better chance to be a better fielder.
0: Right. And because when we think about it, when you think about watching some little kid play softball or a little kid play baseball, what does their ready position usually look like?
1: A glove on a knee and a hand on a knee. Right.
0: right? You know, hands hands on the knees, both feet flat-footed, flat on the ground. With a head kind of yeah. up. And, and hopefully the eyes are up looking at the ball, <laughs> but they might be looking at a you know, dandelion or something on the ground too. We know for sure that we kind of think it's cute when we think about little kids doing that. But if we can start teaching littler kids to be a little bit more active, to be a little bit more ready to move, I think that that's going to go a long way. Now, we're still going to always be seeing those kids you know, that are totally not ready to move. But if we practice it as a team, if we make it something that we instill in our players, and again, it can be a different routine for your outfielders and for your infielders. Your infielders might move to ready and, and be a little bit lower to the ground. Your outfielders move to ready and maybe they're a little bit more upright. When we think about an infielder, when that ball gets hit, their first movement, if we want it to be quick, is almost always going to be for a ball that's lower, you know, a ground ball line drive versus the fly ball. Where our outfielders, the first ball that they typically have to move really quick for is that ball that's smoked out in the gap, right? So again, trying to adjust your, your strategy to make sure that it fits the kids that, uh, and the players in the positions that they're playing and all that different kind of stuff. But absolutely, you got to do it. You got to invest time in it. Coaches, you got to make it a priority. And if you have older players that aren't doing these kinds of things, let's work on that before we're working on on anything else.
1: If we miss a ball and we're flat-footed like that, then I think we're putting ourselves in a bad position. Right. right? Well, and I think
0: the selling point to players is, how many times do they miss a ball by just a couple inches? Sure. You know, they're, they're reaching as far as they can, they're laying out as far as they can, and they just come up just a little bit short. Well, if we can help them get started a split second sooner... So they get to cover a little bit more ground. That ball that they had to dive for last week, all of a sudden they're catching it on the run this week. We can make a special play. Right. Yeah. And and maybe ESPN top 10 play of the day type of catch that you had to make last week because you weren't quite getting to the ball. Now it's almost like a routine play because you're catching it,
1: you know, making it look naturally. easy.
0: Yeah. Right. So that's going to wrap up number 231. Again, if you have questions or ideas, please make sure you send us those emails because uh, we certainly do appreciate every time we get a, a suggestion from a listener, everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. But that's going to wrap up number 231. Please make sure you support our sponsor, the Anderson Bat Company. Become a patron if you can. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Go to the fastpitchprep.com website. Order your square cuts training discs there. And also have access to the YouTube channel and the blog posts. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer Stan Lewis, this is Coach Torrey saying thanks for listening. We're going to talk to you again next week.